Monaco is the second smallest country in the world and one of the most elite, but you don't need an extra million to enjoy this cliffside country. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with wanderlust. Thank you for listening to the Travel FOMO podcast. My name is Jamin Houghton, and with me, as always, is my wife and co-host and the person bringing the extra million to Monte Carlo, Hillary. <laughs> we wish. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish. Yeah, you. Uh, we were able to do Monte Carlo on a budget and stay within budget. We even stayed, like our hotel was within budget. We yeah. stayed in our food budget. Mm-hmm. But... If you did have an extra million dollars, Monte Carlo would probably be a lot more fun. Oh my gosh, it would be a blast. What would you do, literally, if we had a million to spend in Monte Carlo? Oh, I don't even know. Like, I would stay on one of the crazy yachts. Oh, yeah. For sure, because that's a, a huge part of, of Monte Carlo is, yeah. is the, the yachts and everything. Um, I would go to the casino. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And they would probably find a way to help me spend the rest of the money. I would go to the Grand Prix too. Yeah. Time it yeah. out just right. Yeah. If you timed it out to go to the Grand Prix, that would be incredible. It'd be incredible to be there yeah. during that time to rent, like renting supercars uh-huh. is a huge thing there. Yeah. So rent a Lamborghini or something like that. It'd be pretty to, fun to roll around in. Like, yeah, you could. You could have a good time. Right. One thing that you wouldn't have to spend a ton of money on, but I would totally do next time, is mm-hmm. I would go to the Ocean Museum. Yes. Like right there on the cliff. It's this, ma- it looks like a massive villa or something, but it's actually yeah. a museum. And I think that you can even go down into like some underwater parts of it, if I'm not mistaken. But it's been a while since I've researched that. Yeah, it is right there on the cliff, right on the ocean. Um an amazing, beautiful building, and there's shots of it, um, of the outside of it, <laughs> in our YouTube video. If you yeah. want to go check that out, yes, we didn't get to go inside. We were only there for a day, like less than twenty four hours. Yeah, so yeah. we only stayed one night because it was so expensive, and because of you know just that limitation. Uh, Monaco is the second smallest country in the world, behind the Vatican. Um, it is along the French Riviera, so the south of France, there on the Mediterranean Ocean. Um, Monte Carlo makes up the majority of the country. Uh, we went from one side of it to the other, and I couldn't really tell you which part is not Monte Carlo. I think it's basically all Monte Carlo. It's also known for the James Bond films. A couple of them take place there. Uh, the Monaco Grand Prix is a really huge thing there. The Formula One race, uh, one of the biggest in the world, takes place there. Um, the actress, Grace Kelly, uh, married into the royal family there and became a princess. It's definitely a flashy place, a place to show off your money if you got a supercar or a big yacht or a really nice tuxedo to wear the casino. That's the place that you want to bring out all of your showy stuff and make a big display of it's it. It's show and tell time, <laughs> for sure. All the massive yachts, the really nice cars, the crazy expensive hotels. Yeah. Yes. So much money there. But you know what surprised me was there was so much old Europe. Yeah. A lot of old Europe vibes, more than we expected. I expected it to be new flashy, but it was a lot of like old historic stuff too which was really nice 
Yeah, a lot of like really old, classy buildings, like yeah. still very, very expensive. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, w- I was surprised by that too. I expected everything to be shiny and new and like brand new Lamborghini. And there's a lot of that there, but there is also a lot of like really classic um, architecture and those streets. It definitely has that European feel that we really like a lot and made us really like Monaco. So we arrived by train coming from Cannes. Um, it was a really short train ride. It wasn't bad at all. And the train station in Monaco is really interesting because it's so small and because it's built on a cliff, like real estate is at a premium there. So the train station is underground. So we're several levels underground. I remember we came in, got out of the train in the middle of this tunnel, basically, and went yeah. up an escalator to where all the ticket counters and all that stuff is. And then up another escalator, quite a pretty long escalator to pop out at like street level. Yeah. Well, and, and between all of that, there's this, I think you forgot, there's this massive elevator that took you way up and there was no oh, yes. other way to get out except yeah. with this elevator. And so people waited and waited with their luggage to go up this elevator in addition to all those escalators you mentioned. Yeah, that's right. I had forgotten about those elevators. I wonder how far down we actually were. I know. I'm very curious too. It because felt like it's we were... definitely like the depths down there. It, yeah. Like there's it, no natural yes. light or anything like it's you're down and, and it's so quiet. Yeah. Well, and then there was, um, I think there was also parts of it where, and maybe it was where we shot out, um, because there was one part where it's like the whole wall was on the cliff and it was this glass wall and with all this natural light coming in. And I don't, that must have been like, you know. That was up toward the top, right? As you're coming out of the top, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we even went another escalator to get out to our street level. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Because there's all these different streets that you're kind of, you know, working with. So, yeah, it's crazy. It did really have this like crazy feel too when you did come out and you burst out and like the sun's bright, the street is noisy, there's like, it's kind of hot and you're just like, whoa, like you're in it, like you're in the city yeah. all of a sudden. It's, uh-huh. it's definitely like a shock to the system coming from the train where you've been in the tunnel and it's been so quiet. Yeah. So now you're up and out and you're like, whoa, this is this is happening. You almost feel like, oh, like I got to like I got to start running right now to like catch up to this. Right. Was this the train that we were on where it lost electricity as well? Like our car lost electricity and it was like pitch black. I don't think in the tunnels. No, I don't. I think it might have been when we left. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I don't think it was on the way here, but I do think it was when we left. And still and the mountains and the cliffs of the French Riviera. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally remember that. Yeah. But you know, that train station was really clean. I do remember that. It was. It was, nice. was. It it was, was a nice. nice train station. Yeah. 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 And it was, um, I guess, not, it shouldn't have been surprising if you really think about it, True. but it was surprising to me that so many people were coming in for the day. Oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people came in on the train. A lot of people went out on the train, um, almost, almost like cruise ships mm-hmm. sort of where like people are coming in just for the day yeah, to see the city and then leave and, and not staying. Yeah. So the, like the train is a little crowded, a lot of people without suitcases and things like that which I was surprised by. I just wasn't 
mentally thinking like, oh, I bet a lot of people just come in to see it for a day. Just like we had considered doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We we had thought about doing that. Uh, We did end up staying Mm -hmm. and we actually stayed in a hotel because Airbnbs were really, really hard to find. And it was just one night. Uh-huh. So a hotel seemed to make sense for us. Right. And we thought that we could get a hotel that was just like in Monaco. Mm-hmm. But you'd be surprised, guys. We actually stayed in France, which was <laughs> so funny because you can't even tell that you're like crossing the border. Right. Um, It's literally like this regular old street. And on one side of the street was our hotel in France. And on the other side of the street was Monte Carlo in Monaco. <laughs> yes. So funny. But it was a really nice hotel, too. It was Hotel Olympia, and we really liked it. I would totally stay there again. Mm-hmm. Um, we each had our own balcony. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Yeah. There was, there was a balcony off the, like, bedroom and a balcony off the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, it was fun. It was nice to actually be back in a hotel. Mm-hmm. I love Airbnbs, and I definitely loved our experience in Europe with them like staying in places where we had a kitchen to cook and things like that but there's something really nice and familiar about just walking into a hotel yeah at and not like trying to meet up with somebody random not going on a scavenger hunt to try to find the key not doing any of that stuff but just like walking in with someone there to help you yeah and they just let you go to your room you know it's going to be nice and clean you know it's going to have everything and like there's going to be a bed and a TV and yeah. everything's going to work and it's just going to be nice. It was. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. it, you kind of feel taken care of a little bit differently yes. than you do in an Airbnb. And do you remember though, this is so funny, I'm remembering the key that they handed you when you got the keys to the room <laughs> and it was like this massive heavy keychain with this huge tassel. Yeah. I mean, it was like. You couldn't even put it in your pocket, probably. It was ridiculous. Yeah, like the keychain, the end of it was like brass. And the tassel was probably like four or five inches long. Yeah. And this brass thing on it was like the size of a golf ball. It's crazy. It was solid brass. I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. Fortunately, I was like carrying a messenger bag and like would put the camera in it and stuff like that. So I was used to carrying a messenger bag. So I just put the key in the bag. But if it had been like a normal time for me where like we're just staying in a hotel, I always put the key in my pocket. I don't know what I would have done. I know. It's too Because funny. it's just this huge, massive, bulky thing. But we went sightseeing right away. Yes. Because we had no time to lose. We were there less than 24 hours. So mm-hmm. like the minute we arrived, it was, I wanted to just hang out in that hotel because it was so locks but (laughs) we had to get out and see things yeah yeah we got right out um we saw the japanese gardens uh we went by the port and saw these massive massive yachts yeah i mean insanely huge yachts i knew that yachts were big but i honestly had no idea i know it was really crazy and then like this one guy was like you guys need your picture in front of this yacht. Cause I was like taking your picture for this <laughs> yeah. massive yacht. And he was like, no, no, no. Y'all both need a photo of this. I was like, Oh, <laughs> thanks man. That's yeah, nice. That was really nice. But you could tell that's what people did. They just walked by these yachts and took photos. Yeah. Yeah. You could definitely tell like there's the people that like own the yachts and belong on the yachts and they sit out there and drink their champagne or whatever rich person drink that I don't even know about. Right. 
and then there's us that like we stand on the dock and take pictures of the yachts. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the Monaco Grand Prix is there. Yes, and it had just happened the week before. So we were like we only missed it by a few days and I I say missed it. It wasn't like we tried to go for it. If True. if we had tried to go during that time, it would have been exponentially more expensive and harder to get into. Right. So it was very much intentional that we weren't there during the Grand Prix. I do think it would be amazing to go to the Grand Prix, but they still had like the grandstands set up. There was still a lot of signage out. So we got to like walk through the grandstands. They were like tearing them down and things like that. And that was cool just to see that stuff and, and really have that like mental picture of it. Yeah. And like the grandstands are right on the Harbor, right on the water. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. And I've, I've watched it before on TV and I, I never like made that connection. Like you Mm -hmm. see them going through these tight turns in the streets of Monaco and that's really cool. Super cool. But then the grandstands right there on the ocean. Yeah. I mean, it would be an amazing event to go to. Well, yeah. And then the other thing I remember thinking was, man, if your yacht was parked right here, you could just watch the Grand Prix from your yacht. Yeah. It was like, like, that would be a really good, like, prime spot. Oh, yeah. It would, it would be amazing yeah. to see, especially from a yacht like that. I, I can't even imagine how excited yeah. I would be if that was, like, the scenario. We could make some friends with some people with a yacht, babe. Yeah, yeah. We need, like, we need to know a yacht person. Um, if anybody, if any yacht people are out there, you can contact us at travel FOMO. That's F O M O podcast.com. Yeah. If you need bums to go on your yacht and drink your rich person drink, um, we're in, we're in, we're totally in. We're nice. We're nice people. (laughs) Well, and then we went to, um, the palace, which I didn't really think much about. Before we go on to the palace, though, I do have a question about the yachts. Okay. If you were invited to go on a yacht and watch the Grand Prix, would you do it? Because I feel like that's how a lot of movies start out. It's like people bump into a rich person and they're like, oh, come back to my yacht. And then before long, like you're being hunted somewhere in the Alps. Mm, Yeah. I mean, White Lotus. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Show White Lotus on HBO. Mm -hmm. Um. I would definitely go. You'd, I think you'd go. that I think that rich people are bored and they just want some entertainment. And so I would just try to be like really entertaining and outgoing and just be like, hey, let me just make your life a little more fun. And be like, <laughs> be this like, is my husband, Jamin, and we are very good at conversation. We're so fun that you don't want to hunt us. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to convince them that I'm like I'm worth having around for a couple days. <laughs> 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 that's too funny um okay now can we move on to the yeah, palace now and... we, i i needed okay. to know the answer like to that question about... in case we're presented with that situation oh, okay good to know now you know <laughs> um yeah i need to talk about the royalty though because yeah. oh yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah yeah so there is a palace there where the monaco family has it's the grimaldi family has ruled for eight centuries um, and it is Europe's longest ruling royal family. And it's different than the pizza place, right? 
you know, I'm not sure. I'm going to have to look into that. <laughs> I should have done some. I, I want to be, you know, honest with you guys. And we don't have a fact checker. And a lot of times I just say yes. So, <laughs> um, but right now the reigning prince is Albert II. And he actually ascended to the throne in 2005. And so he's been around a little while now. But mm-hmm. before that, um, the Princess of Monaco and uh, Prince and Princess of Monaco reigned. And that was Grace Kelly, which was an American actress, which is kind of a fun thing for American girls to think about, I think. Like, well, I mean, it's the Meghan Markle story, if you think about it. Yes, less whiny, but still. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the Grace Kelly story ended really beautifully with marriage to her husband for 26 years, um, which is awesome. Um, but she did, she died in the 80s, early 80s. She had a stroke while she was driving the Côte d'Azur region of France. Can you imagine if that was like your story? Like, no. oh, I'm a princess and... I was just driving along the Cote d'Azur and I'm like, wow. If you're listening to this, you like a good adventure. And if you like a good adventure, you might enjoy following the fights. It all started with Mars and Ashley's bold decision to travel full time in their converted Sprinter van. Fast forward six years or so, they've seen all 50 states and backpack countries like Thailand and Guatemala. It's been one daring decision after another, and now they're braving another big adventure, building a creative retreat in the Colorado Rockies. Find out what life is like when you take risk. Follow the fights on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. So we got to go to the palace up where they lived, and it's actually way up on the cliff. Mm -hmm. All of... Monaco and Monte Carlo is kind of on, you know, it's the ups and downs. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. trying to get around the streets of Monte Carlo was so frustrating because you could look at a map. You really had to click, you know, directions. Like you had to have your directions navigating because otherwise you would be walking down the street and you would think, oh, I'll just cross, I'll turn left up here. But left might mean, no, that's that's a street like 10 stories <laughs> above you. Right. So there's like layers and layers of streets overlapping. And so I remember that happen- happening to us several times where we were like, we'll just go right here. And then we're like, oh, my gosh, it is a street and we can't turn left. Well, we can't turn left. But <laughs> if you look up above you, you'll see, oh, that's the street that goes yeah, that direction. That's where I need to be. Up yeah. There. If I had a jetpack or some kind of helicopter, I could yeah. get there. Yeah. It's like you needed a 3D map to follow, you know? So it you really see. was crazy that way. Yeah. But we got up there and it's um, beautiful, beautiful views. I wish that we had actually scheduled to spend more time up there Mm -hmm. because that's when we realized like oh this is where the really old part of monaco is yes and it is i mean the views are incredible the it's like a town up there too yeah it's kind of a city unto itself yeah Mm -hmm. which i didn't expect there's actually a church up there as well in another park which we didn't get to see the park and the church up close but we, later on when we were looking, um, kind of, we were down by the port and stuff, you could look up and see this awesome church. And I mean, wow, it's so breathtaking up there. There's also a 
garden that's princess grace kelly's gardens and it's it's got like a rose garden and it's not up on the cliff and we actually went there and it wasn't as like cool as i expected yeah the roses weren't necessarily in bloom and i feel like i feel like that happened to us at a few places in europe where we would go to a rose garden and a rose garden when the roses aren't in bloom Mm, is just like a lot of thorns yeah (laughs) yeah that happened to us like in valencia and then also in Lyon, yeah, a couple of places where we're like, okay, I can see that this is probably really beautiful at the right time. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of how the Grace Kelly Garden was. But, um, but I would definitely go to the top of the cliff to see the gardens up there because I'd be curious to see what that's like. And, and I almost wonder if that's maybe more of an attraction up there. Yeah, I think I think that was one where we're like, we, we've got to do this or this. We only have time to do right. one or the other. And I think we might have chosen the wrong one on yeah. that one. But um, it did look really cool from from the docks where we saw it. Yeah. Because um, we did go down to the docks. We're right on the ocean side. And we could see that um, the Ocean Museum that you were talking about yes. on the cliff and you guys need to watch the video on YouTube just to see that ocean museum on the ocean. Yeah. It doesn't even look like a museum. It looks like a mansion. Yeah. It, it looks unreal. And it was really cool to be down there and, and just walk around. Like there's sort of another um, pier and cove down there with some, some like big yachts there too, but some older boats. Mm-hmm. That looked really cool. Some older sailing boats and things like that. And do you remember um, that dock that we walked along and there was like a, a running path there, mm-hmm. like a little, um, not a sidewalk, but really a running path. Yeah. And down at the end of it, there was a gym and you could see that people were like working out at the gym and there was like, there was an outdoor part of the gym, but I believe there was also an indoor part where people could look out at Monaco yes. from the water. Right. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine getting to work out there every day? That's a nice treadmill location. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Looking at all the yachts, the cliffside, the palace, everything, the ocean museum. Wow. Yeah. Well, and just seeing like from in there, you see all the boats coming in and out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, that was a legit gym for sure. Um, and we uh, did not go to the gym ourselves and work out. Um, <laughs> instead, we opted to have a pint at uh, Boat and Castle. Yeah, that was fun. You were missing yeah. England. Yeah, I was like, I was tired and hot. And I was like, that looks like an English pub where we can just sit and have a pint of cider and True, look at the ocean. Yeah. And that was Chill nice out for a minute. Yeah. We were both, we were both like, ah, yeah, this yeah. is great. Cause it, it had been a day of like, get up from con, like navigate the trains, go to the hotel, get out, go walk, 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 walk. Go, and go, go. like, it's getting hot. And it was nice to like take a minute to breathe. Like yes. that was a lot of fun for sure. And then we got dressed up and went to dinner cause yeah. uh, we had some reservations at a Italian restaurant um, interestingly enough, not a French restaurant or anything like that, or a Monacan. I wonder if there's such thing as a Monacan <laughs> restaurant, but we went to an Italian I think restaurant. Monica had a restaurant and friends. 
<laughs> the Monacan restaurant. Um, but this, I have to say, this food was so good. I have to give a shout out um, to this restaurant. It's called uh, Il Terrazino. <laughs> Il Tarazino. Il Tarazino. Thank you, baby. <laughs> um, and it honestly, it looked really average, but the reviews were good. Mm-hmm. And like on the outside and, and even kind of going inside, you're kind of like, uh, this is kind of a hole in the wall. Like, I don't really know. But the food was unbelievably good. Yeah. One of my favorites, if not my favorite meal in all of Europe um, and mostly because I like vegetables. So we had an appetizer plate of vegetables and, and meats and cheeses and stuff. And holy cow, it was so good. I mean, yeah, I've never had vegetables taste that good. No, I mean, we ordered it and it was, um, we had gotten charcuterie a lot in, in our time in France. And that's always like a good option. And this seemed like sort of a mixture of charcuterie and vegetables and when they brought it out, it was mostly vegetables. And I was kind of a little disappointed when they set it down. Because I, I was like, uh, like, wait a second here. Uh-huh. Like, you're scamping on the meats and cheeses and you're going heavy on the veggies. Yeah. I know this game. But they were really good. It was really good. And we had, okay, we had a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. You had meatballs. Yeah. I ate some ravioli that was really good. Yep. Um. The whole meal with all of that was less than a hundred dollars, which yes. shocked me because we were in Monte Carlo, right? And it was hands down one of the best meals that I had in Europe. So yeah, really good service was great. Um, yeah, it the was. like waiter didn't have a lot of English, but had enough like yeah. that. He was very helpful. They had an English copy of the menu that they brought to us. We appreciate which it, guys. Was really nice. <laughs> And yeah, like it, it was a really, really good dinner. Yeah. And then after dinner, we went uh, to the casino, mm-hmm. which was cool. The casino. Yeah. The casino. And I really um, was excited about it. I wanted to go in and gamble a little bit just because I like to gamble some and I've been to Vegas a few times and getting to go to the casino in Monte Carlo just seemed like, okay, like, yeah, this is going to be really awesome. But when we got down there, we had a little change of plans. It is, it is beautiful from the outside Mm -hmm. and walking up, you know, they have the valet where they've parked all the amazing cars out in front and everything. That's right. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, But to get into the casino casino so you can walk in the building which we did but to get into the casino part of it um you have to hand over your passport and you have to buy a ticket i think it was like 17 euro yeah just to go inside Mm -hmm. and and then once you go inside i'm sure like you have to pay a lot when you gamble they probably don't have a lot of like yeah, there's, Dollar slots. there's not going to be a lot of penny slots inside yeah, exactly. there. And you hadn't brought your passport. Um, no. And so we're Did like. Did you have yours? Yeah, I had mine. Oh. Because um, it was in my, it was in my bag. Okay. Um, but See, I'd been around in situations where your passport gets stolen while you're walking around. So I was like, I don't need my yeah. passport. I should not bring it with me. Yeah. So you left it back at the hotel. Yeah. 
which makes that makes a lot of sense. But, but I'm I, sorry, I happen to have mine. But we were like, do we walk back to the hotel and then come back down here, mm. which is not a lot of distance, but a lot of uphill. <laughs> and, yeah, I forgot. And, oh, that's right. That we were like, oh no. Yeah, and so we we're like, man. By the time that we walked uphill to the hotel and came back, I don't know that we could talk ourselves into walking back again, <laughs> and then paying to get in, and then spending whatever we'd have to spend to gamble. It's like you know what, we we got inside the building. We have some nice pictures of the outside. Yeah. This is probably good. We'll call it. And you know what? We'll just live like the locals do. That's right. Because if you are a resident, uh, a citizen of Monaco, uh, you're not allowed to gamble. That is so crazy to me. Yeah. I I thought that was really interesting, too. And a great way of ensuring that, like, your casino is going to make a lot of money and bring in a lot of revenue and none of it is going to be from your own people. Right? That's crazy. But like, I mean, why would they make that rule? Uh, I think they, I think it was probably, and I don't know, but I just imagining how things will play out politically. If you're putting this casino in, I imagine a lot of people are like, gambling is bad. People get addicted to gambling and then... It's it's not a good thing for, their for the locals. Yeah. So I imagine they made a concession to say, okay, we'll ensure that none of the locals become addicted to gambling and lose all their money gambling. We'll just let non-locals do that. That is so <laughs> funny. I think that's really telling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those, those casinos... Um, they don't build them big and and extravagant because everyone's going in there and winning. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but uh, really it, it's definitely cool. Worth checking out um, if you're in Monaco. Like it's one of the one of the highlights. It's down close to the water, too. Mm-hmm. And all the buildings around it, too, are amazing, especially at night. They're all lit up really well. There's a big park that you kind of walk through. Uh, or at least we did on the way from dinner to there and then yeah. back to our hotel. It's like this really nice park that's beautiful at night. And, yeah. and the, like, the weather had cooled off. It was getting just hot enough at that time of year in that location where you were grateful to have like just a little bit of briskness to the air at yeah. night. And it was a, a nice way to, to wrap up that, that long furious day in in Monaco. Yeah. So the really funny part to me is that like we didn't have the energy in us to like go back up to the hotel and get my passport (laughs) because we were saving up our energy for our run the next morning. It's (laughs) so funny because sometimes like the run kind of becomes this thing where you're like, we've got to do this run. But also I feel like sometimes it keeps me from doing some things. (laughs) Right. Yeah. yeah. But but we did. And I always love the morning runs. And I honestly, there's a reason we make them a priority because they're great. When we didn't actually run. Oh, we didn't? That next morning. No. We just walked. Yeah. We oh. just walked. Like we just walked down to the beach. Like we didn't run because we were pretty tired. Yeah. And oh. one of us was a little, 
grumpy Grump. about their buttons. I was a little grumpified <laughs> about having to run, um, especially a place that was like so steep. Yeah. I was just like, oh, please don't make me do this. But <laughs> so we didn't. So we didn't. But we got some good photos of me in my uh, running outfit. So it looks like I did. And I just <laughs> don't even remember that I didn't. <laughs> That's too funny. But on to our next adventure after that, too. We were headed to Cinque Terre after that. That's right. And I am so happy about that. <laughs> and if you guys haven't already heard me talk about Cinque Terre, it is in Italy on the coast. And my sister and I went for a brief amount of time when we were in Italy um, back more years ago than I'm going to tell you. But you can go back and listen to that. But even more so, you should tune in next week when we talk about that because... My gosh, it was a dream come true for me. I was going to say, when we started talking about traveling abroad, even like before we planned gap year, we're talking like years and years and years ago, mm -hmm. we were first like daydreaming about like actually traveling. You would talk about Cinque Terre mm -hmm. and how much you wanted to go back and how much you wanted to go and stay there. Yes. And I've, I feel like you were, especially by the time we got to Monaco, we were so close to it. You were like chomping at the bit uh -huh. to get to Cinque Terre. Oh, I was so excited. And, and the name itself actually stands for five, five terrains or five cities, something like that. And we hiked those five cities, which yeah. is, was the dream for me is to actually get to walk that path. That's a very old path because... Um, originally those little villages didn't even have um, roads that went to them. And now they have trains that can take you from city to city, but that honestly was like pretty new. So yeah, oh, it's really cool <laughs> and still a relatively untouched part of the world, even though a lot more people know about it now. It's, um, it's pretty awesome. But before we go on to Cinque Terre mm -hmm. and close the door on Monaco, yes. um, Let's give people a little bit to take away if they're considering going to Monaco. We stopped because it was like another country yeah. to add to the list. It's a very unique place, kind of its own thing. Um, it is for the rich and famous. Yes. So if you are not rich and famous, you do kind of feel like a poser a little bit. <laughs> and you do have a different experience than yes. they do. Um. If you don't have all the money for the yachts and the supercars and things like that, um, it's still a beautiful place worth going to see, but you you won't feel like, well, I belong here. Right. I felt like I was like a little girl dressing up at night or something. Yeah, I felt like I should like grab somebody's bags and carry them for them or something, <laughs> you know, like something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's not very accessible. It is very steep. A lot of the stuff's hard to get to. We walked all of it ourselves, but it was strenuous. It's strenuous walk. Yeah. So if you're not paying for taxis or renting a car and valeting and doing all that stuff, it's tough to get around. Yeah. Be prepared to pay some money for, for that if you have accessibility issues. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm very glad we went. Like a one night stop was perfect for us. Like we got to see it. I don't know that I'll necessarily go back until we are rich and famous. Mm -hmm. um, but in the in the in between time, 
I'll just leave it to to all those that are. Exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. What would you, what like what would you tell people about Monaco? Um, I would just reiterate that I think the fact that it's built on a cliff, it's very steep. You need to wear comfortable shoes. You probably want to pull out your heels and walk around in your fancy stuff all day long, but that's really not practical. Right. So you really need to consider that. Be comfortable. Um, be prepared to sweat. <laughs> if you're going <laughs> when the sun is out at all, it was, um, I mean, for us, it was like pretty hot. It was pretty hot. I do feel like there's a huge disconnect between like what you see in movies of Monaco mm. and cause you expect like as a guy, you're like, Oh, I'll wear like a suit and be, you know, like this nice dressed up thing. It's like a million degrees yeah. and anywhere that you're going to walk to is yeah. going to be a hard walk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then also just to kind of reiterate those vertical layers, there's um, it's so steep and there are so many layers to the city and a lot of roads over the cross over each other and so if you're going to follow directions on a map if you're going to look at a map go ahead and you know activate your map and let it give you actual directions because the the path of the roads and the sidewalks and stuff it's going to look a lot different in real life and so you can't look at a map and think you know what you're doing yeah it it definitely is uh, is trouble to navigate yes but you should go and uh just do the yacht thing (laughs) definitely (laughs) we highly recommend going as a millionaire (laughs) yes i would recommend having millions of dollars and going and staying on your yacht you will love it if you would like to see for yourself without actually going in person i will be posting a lot of stuff on social media from our time in monaco so um instagram facebook tiktok We're in those places you can find us, Travel FOMO Podcast, and we'll be sharing part of our adventures there. You can also go to YouTube and check out our YouTube video on it. Um, It is different than our conversation that we've had here, so you won't be going over the same ground necessarily, but we do have a lot of the same things that we talked about. You get to kind of put a face to the name with a lot of that stuff. Yes. And we have a new way that we are pushing for you guys to reach out to us and mainly because it allows us to engage you on a much closer, more intimate level. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that is our email account. You guys can email us at travelfomopodcast at gmail.com. That's travel FOMO, F-O-M-O podcast at gmail.com. And we really just want to engage you guys in this podcast. We think that you have as much to offer as we do. And we know that we are not the only people traveling out there. And you guys have been to some of these same places and you've got different stories and you have all kinds of stuff to tell us and our listeners about. So drop us a line. You can just type it as like, regular old text and an email or you can step things up a notch and you can open that voice memo app that you have and go ahead and like give your little spiel with your own voice and then we can share your own recording on the podcast and you can simply just attach that audio file to your email and then we'll put it out here we'll consider that your consent that we can share your story if you share it with us we are going to share it with the world and um do not hesitate to do that and if you have any other kind of feedback for us too we love feedback and it will make 
all things greater. Yes, and we will make sure to remove your contact info from where you leave it about how to get to your yacht. Yes. We'll take that off so that everyone won't be there. It'll just be us. We'll be very discreet about that. All your millions. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, just be sure to live life fully. Travel well because life is short. Wander well. <laughs>